welcome, welcome to this week uh, Linux user group. Oh, Claire, Linux user group. Today is uh, January eighth, two thousand and nine. Welcome, everybody. How are you doing? Good. Very good. 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 Everybody had a good Christmas or yes, yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Year. A turkey ham or whatever. Uh, no. No. Uh, Vegetarian. Potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> a lot of pasta. A lot of pasta and potatoes. <laughs> so, so, shall we go with our two minutes of fame? Sure. Who wants to start? I, no, we, we really, I don't know where to start. We had so much. Uh, I bought Mimi one of the uh, Igala or Igala frames, the, the little frame, and Mimi bought me a, Mimi bought me a bamboo. For Christmas, yeah, the Linux frame. What's a bamboo? A bamboo is a little Wacom tablet, which is also very nice. And for and for New Year's, we got ourselves a new brother HL twenty one seventy W black, you know, just plain black and white laser printer, which is very nice. It has a wrapper for cups printing. It's uh, so there's fair, you know, fair Linux support. There's no PPD for it, but it's. Uh, Got a routine to they get the brother gives you dev files that you can use to set cups up to to print to it from Linux. So it's been pretty good. I, I do have a technical question. I, I did, may have done something very stupid today, so I got to ask you whether I whether this is whether I did this do the thing. Now, we're down at the other end of the house with a with a with the laptop, and the wireless doesn't. You know, it's not a good strong signal down there. But you can put two access points. I mean, you can put as many access points as you want, right? And do you have to be careful what channel you put it on? Because I hooked up a Linksys access point you today. Use the same channel. Well, here's the situation. We have two buildings. I have two buildings. I have an access point up at the one building, which is a barn which has one channel and an access point in the house, just one, that has a different channel. And as far as I know, those two signals are far enough apart that they can't hear any, but, you know, each other. Then we also have a, I guess it's called a, a pass-through because it's just, there's an area of the house that we couldn't run wire to, so we have it working the other way. There's a little box with an antenna that actually sends the, signal out to four or five other, you know, uh, Ethernet plug places on that thing. But the bedroom is like behind several pieces of plumbing and a refrigerator and a tile wall, and so this, the signal just doesn't get there. So I want the access, I have a wired, access, you know, Ethernet port in the wall there. So could I have possibly fried that access point by setting it up wrong? Because the, the, the network access light doesn't even come on. It, it detected it with the setup software, and as soon as it, you know, reset, it went dead. The access light doesn't even light up. So I think it was just a lemon. I mean, I think I just bought a piece of equipment that's, you know. An access point is like two different wireless routers? Yes. An access point is a wireless router. <laughs> it is, okay. So yeah, here two access points. Here. Okay. Bigger organizations, what they do, like with our company, we have, uh, we use the symbol WS2000s, which is there's like one like a central wired device that provides four power over Ethernet ports to it. Okay. So with one centralized device, you can set up four different APs 
and then manage them centrally through one interface. So you log into a web interface that looks similar to any D-Link or Linksys or whatever you buy, and then you configure each AP, and you can set them up to you to be like B or G or N or Mixed. A or all of them, and then you can set the channel assignments, the power output, the security, the you want to use radius. And the idea is just to get more laptops able to be on your network. Yeah, or a larger, or a larger, or a larger, larger area. area. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, so as long as I didn't fry it, I'll get another one and try again, that's all. <laughs> I don't want to make the same mistake twice. Yeah, they didn't have an access point. They had a router that could also be used as an access point, but I just want straight access point. Oh, you just want straight access point. Yeah, that's all I need there, yeah. You are doing just fine. Yeah, we did really, really it's been fun. The, the, the frame is really kind of interesting. We set it up with Flickr and Gmail. Anything you send to Gmail, you know, it downloads and shows. Actually, what we're going to use it for is Mimi's recipes, because we have it on the counter. So anytime she wants, uh, yeah, really, anytime she wants to see, you know, we'll just do put a house Well, you can start this. on the forums for the iGala and uh, respond under the wish list of uh, software. I, I've got a number already. You know, put on some software. Well, I'm waiting for the hacking thing so we can just get a little Linux box going. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, I, I will. I but, will. No, go on their forum and respond to me. Okay. So that it sounds like it's coming from somebody completely sure, different. Sure. Yeah, we just need it. Sure. Yeah, but it was really, it's a nice, it's a very, you know, the hardware is very nice. It's a very nice piece of equipment. What did that cost? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, we're not Keith. We don't keep too many secrets like that. You know, we're the same credit it's, cards. So. Credit cards. You I buy her credit cards. Two thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it was something like that. We're gonna ask how I know how much it is. Yeah, I got one too. I got one too. Two hundred forty dollars. they're nice. That's a full touch screen. Yeah. And wire, full wireless. Oh, okay. So it's more than just one of those desktop picture frames. This here is a menu. Yeah, it's got a little slideshow and a menu. Yeah, it's not it's not real big. It's you know, it's a little on the small so side. So it would for recipes. Yeah, absolutely. And we in fact it sends us a weather report that updates periodically. I mean I forget which one was that. Is that the Microsoft Live or whatever yeah. or something yeah. or another set so, but uh, all of those things work and they, they set up very easily. You know, so. you could actually have uh, your cans we are taking from the refrigerator scan and then it would actually print whatever you need to shuffle. Conqueror can be compiled to run on X-Nano. 
one, so you could install Conqueror on it fairly easily. Mm -hmm. If you cross-compiled it, I looked into that, it's not the easiest thing to do, but it could be done. Um, I know their software uses uh, Lua scripts for all the interface, for all their interface. Mm -hmm. So their compiled Lua scripts, I couldn't look at them, but the should be fairly easy to reverse engineer. Decompilers yeah. are easily available. Yeah. Right. So I would set up the community, my uh, Windows uh, Linux, uh, uh, Victor Frank, that, uh, I don't know, maybe. Uh, probably what I'll do is I'll try and write a little program and uh, put it on there and see see if I can get something to actually run. Yeah. Uh, but, and I should say thank you, Byron, and, and Brian, too, and Loesch for sending that URL. I was just lazy. I didn't want to. Loesch complained that he yeah, didn't I, I saw that. He cc everybody when he complained. I just said, just check it out. Oh, I was supposed to private? I was supposed to private the complaint to you? Right. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't pay to complain to me. I'll tell you that. I didn't know what you wanted to do about it, right? <laughs> You, you guys are in trouble. Everything is on the website. Well, not everything. I'll keep you updated. I mean, Almost everything. Almost anything. Almost anything worth one person is out. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's been. And by the way, that printer really is a nice printer. I mean, I've had several laser printers, and that's uh, it prints. The print quality is very good. It's very easy to set up. It's. Uh, is that the same one you bought, the um, HL twenty one seventy? I have a forty seventy. Okay, does that color. do it? Can you do eleven by seventeen on that? Does that get up to that? Uh, no. I think the forty forty does eleven by seventeen. Yeah, it might be. I like further. Like yeah, I, I was impressed with their website. They they have a lot of good support on the my website. Brother, my brother worked for Linux right out of the box, and I had to flash it for Windows. You know, I don't speak to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting along so well. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well I have a brother story too. Um, we have an HP fax machine, and we were on our third rendition of it. And in the, between uh, getting the new one to fix it, we busted out our old brother fax machine that we had on the shelf for probably two years ago. Plugged it in, fired it right up, and kept working. Without a hiccup, without. Yeah, obviously, because all of the HPs be well, yeah, so I mean, with the 11s. If you're listening to this broadcast, by all means, send a little note to Brother and say that donations would be accepted. <laughs> yeah. Our sponsor for this week is Brother and Brother. <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm asking about the 11 by 17 because I'd like a large format. I, I will never use another inkjet or laser jet printer because it's just. I, I just you get sick and tired. So you yeah. go to the poorhouse, and they, if you don't print 16 prints a day, the next time you go to use it, it doesn't work. Yeah, and, once you uh, use the uh, um, lasers once, that's it. Yeah, but I can't afford the Lexmark 11 by 17 printer. It's like 3200 bucks. So what was yours? I'm looking for the one that's very good, but was, not not that expensive. Mine was 300. Yeah, they, 300. yeah, and they say it's a very good printer. Those those mm -hmm. brother that do the 11. 11 by 17, so I'll probably end up giving it a try. When you guys talk about printers, we also bought a printer. And we bought an HP. Cool. And like the brother. Mm -hmm. And uh, is good too. It was pretty good actually. It does have a, that's a multi purpose uh, so it has a scanner and tags and copy and, and printing and it's laser printer. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, 
So there was a Linux driver, there is a Linux driver, and uh, it does do the scanning and it does everything, whatever it needs to do. So it was also painless and it worked pretty good. So I just say, so that's like you buy HP and you actually get this driver. And this Did driver support. With this it, it didn't come on CD, but uh, uh, when you went when you went on a, on a website, they were saying, "Well, here's this dev file." I don't know if it was dev file or or. Uh oh, we got a device communication error. Yeah, we have to connect it to my printer here. Set up your IP. Set up your IP. It's a USB or IP. It is uh, right now. It plugs to uh, to a router. Some of the newer routers that come in with USB ports around, and you can straight away from it. It's kind of nice. So it, it is really nice that as, as long as you're on a network, you actually don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and this driver support, I, I don't know, like 1,500 uh, printers, HP printers. So, I really, really working pretty good. I really like the Linux HP driver because uh, when I had an uh, HP printer, it was a bubble jet, mm -hmm. you know, business HP jet letter, the two twenty two hundred. It stopped working in Windows because my cartridges were too old because they reported the date when they were expiring. Well, Linux didn't tell what the date was, so it worked just fine on Linux. It didn't work Windows at all. Linux, no <laughs> So some of the new printers are plugging right into your Ethernet? That's all. Oh, yeah. That's well, all. This, this, that's, that's this one's actually Wi Fi. Yeah, my oh, printer's got Wi Fi too. As long as you're pretty close to the yeah, there there, there was it works quite possibility well. for Wi-Fi. Well, we have enough wires around. Yeah, that's pretty good. Can't that at your house. <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> All right, you done with your? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Well, it's two minutes. Uh -huh. It's not a stretch now. I'm fine. All right. We can go questions and we can move on. <laughs> who's, who's next? Me? Sure. All right. <clears throat> Pretty eventful New Year's time. Byron helped me pick out a new computer. Ooh. At least all the components for it. So, oh, oh, we're build it. so then I got stuck reading about video cards. Holy <laughs> smokes. I just thought these were a simple thing to hook your screen up. But don't read it. Well, I did, and then I got stuck on this Tom's Hardware site. Oh, that's uh, good. Yeah, I was looking there and reading up on them, and you know, then you go on Newegg, and man, there's got <laughs> a thousand video cards. And, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it was interesting, though. I sure learned a lot. So the rest of it's pretty cut and dry. I mean, you, you know, the processor and the motherboard and the memory aren't that tough, and the hard drive is easy. But then you get to these video cards, and you know, then you go on Nvidia's site, and it says. You know, look below at our handy chart to figure out which video card you need. And all of them are rated like super duper good, except the very cheap one, and that one's, you know, pretty good. <laughs> so it's like, well, that didn't help a damn bit. So You buy the, the super cheap one? No, I bought, bought a $110 one. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they go up pretty quick from there. But. It's a strange business, those video cards, because uh, they need to turn uh, new products so often just to, to compete. So that ATI and NVIDIA are constantly going at it. Yeah. So actually, I think is that they can't buy components in more quantity than what they get. They the manufacturers of the components run their run, 
and then they move on. And, then and they so you can only manufacture a certain so number, that's, that's and they have to keep redesigning too. the card because they can't get they can't get components. I started to notice that some of the the latest chips, um, like from Nvidia, they're starting to go with the like multi-core direction, just like a lot of the processors mm -hmm. have. And one of the highest end Nvidia ones, and I forget the the model, but had had like nine graphics cores on the graphics chip. I thought that was kind of interesting. AMD for either this year or the beginning of next year has got scheduled Fusion, which is going to have two processor cores and one graphics core on, on, on one chip. Yeah. And the interesting trading platform as well, too, which is kind of interesting with the Phenom, too. So that's not we're, we're now back into the 1990s on 3DFX, but we said multi-graphic. Well, so the problem with Linux and video cards is you got to be two or three generations back to get into support. Well, here's now well, if you ATI ATI is AMD is trying to fix that. ATI really isn't AMD. The parent company came over and said, "If you're doing this, I'm sure that's what happened." Yeah. Yeah. Well, I usually get a good buy on a vi the, the current video card on my best Linux machine is a. AM, ATI radio on 3500 I think or 3600 and I usually buy them when I get them at a good you know when the price really starts to roll off I buy it put it away for three years and then I install it <laughs> and then I get perfect money support right out of the bat and then the support is there you're saying yeah by then they've caught up and you know got some decent drivers for it can I I'll just water Water, sure. Water and chain dusting are good. Okay. So, uh, so that was interesting. Really interesting. I learned a lot. Thanks, Byron. And then uh, now the second thing is I put together a computer for my parents and I'm putting Ubuntu on it, and they are absolutely almost computer illiterate. So we'll see how it goes. Because right now they've got a Linux machine or a Windows machine, and it's a disaster with viruses and. I mean, it takes them, you know, it takes them 45 minutes for the thing to load up because it's just got so many viruses. And it needs to send all those mails. Well, the problem with it is, is they can't distinguish. You know, you'll get this thing that pops up and says, "Oh, download this to clean your registry." Well, they can't determine if it's a legitimate thing, so they download it, and it's just a disaster. So. Yeah, I mean, if they can get their email and they can get on the internet and maybe watch some flash stuff, that's as the extent of what they're going to do. And I think it's going to be wonderful. I think that's the perfect situation for Linux. Yeah, and I've got it all set up for them, you know, everything done. So, and then I got one last question. You know, back in the, oh, it was probably the middle 80s, Cray Research came out with these supercomputers, you know, and they built them in Chippewa Falls. What were they or what are they or? Multiprocessor, their vector processing is their big bread and butter as of that era, specifically. So they're doing a lot for the government. And I don't know if you know about vector processing. No, I don't know anything. Pretty much they're massively parallel. Exactly. And, and the speed was about what is this computer right now? You know? Well, the, right. Your 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 end to end speed's not going to be that good, but it's still all about parallelization. So basically, it was basically like a whole bunch of computers linked together, working oh, towards one goal. Processors. Yeah. The processors. I okay. yeah. I'm a positive. You can go, there's a CV in Chippewa Valley, MIT. You can go to CVIT. And uh, it's actually music. CFMIT.org. Yeah, it's a museum, and you can see actually those great computers there. Yep. You mean the actual computer itself? The actual, how it looked like, yes. 
never really lost in one second. Oh, you mean it's a picture of it? You don't? You actually, no, no, it's there. Oh, it's, it's a museum. It's a museum. It's not black man. What's that website? Jimmy Falls Museum of Industry and Technology. He could have just said that. Holy cow. Oh, I know that. that. Refund, but nobody got it or rebates. You know, so then you got to take that into account. So I, I was, I think that that uh, New Wave is pretty good. Stuff. I had a lot. I bought quite a few things. So yeah, like, okay. Like free shipping that you usually get, and then no tax. <laughs> yeah. I also recommend uh, General Nanosystems. Uh, they actually storefront one of the cities, but they um, they sell components. Yeah. Like system. General. General Nano. Okay. What's this one? Romantic? Yeah, their, their prices are all over the place. Sometimes they're more, sometimes they're less, but it always pays to check and off. I, I've often found it. Yeah, memory, motherboard, processor, hard drive, and video card. I think. See, back when we were in school, we didn't know computers had cases. <laughs> we thought they all came on, on paper. <laughs> And you would be cool there with the midst of there. You kept the air conditioning on in the oh. room, and you didn't allow more than four people in the room at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing to look back on. Unless they had core chill. Yeah, well, we, you know, they had the core, you know, the little tubes with the wrap, wrappings on them. That was the core memory. Wow. Yeah. And I can remember this, this guy, Bill Tuttle, who used to do these. Uh, the whole point was that you'd start with a shape here and it would like morph into some other shape. And he was printing out these long pieces of paper, you know, it was in the graphics and art department. But he would be like in the whole, it, it, the Carnegie, Carnegie Mellon, they, the, all the buildings that he built, he built it if the college was a failure, they could turn it into an assembly line. So all the hallways run down the slope so that, you know, they, they have gravity feed for any assembly line that they put in there. And he totally would be out in the hallway with, with literally like a hundred feet of these punch cards, you know, in, in stacked out on the, the old computer. Cards. Yeah, the old computer yeah, cards. He would have like a hundred feet of them, you know, running down the hallway that he was sorting and putting in certain orders for these programs he was running. It was, it was really quite. Amazing. Yeah, they put them in big boxes. You put a whole thing yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was really something to see. It was really quite quite amazing. Yeah, what a difference! Just in yeah. my lifetime. Well, I got an eye gallop picture frame. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you just want me to make a list of all the gadgets I've got, so you can. Well, this is my this is my fourth little embedded Linux gadget. Yeah. I love them. Uh, I'm using it for recipes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're working on it. No, we're using it for pictures right now. It's got all the porn on this car. It's a little weird picture. Yeah, that's, that's, that's even, it's even interactive. You can touch it. Interactive? Wow. Please. Just webcast is going to get an R rating now. Yeah, I'm going to get some people listening to it. It'll be interesting. The iGals do the iLife09 announcement came and announced that iLife09 is now going to use facial recognition algorithms to sort your pictures for you. Yeah, faces and places. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the videos before I came here. You're wasting your time sorting. 
What's HPR? Acro Public Radio. That's where our our recordings are. Right. And I was I was amazed that uh, for the file system, yeah, they just did a regular EXT3 file system. It wasn't anything special for the Flash. So I don't know if they've got some underlying circuitry that takes care of that, or if they are writing entire sectors at a time anytime. But I mean, it's just standard usage, so it should have been. Anything, yeah, and it, it's got the default operating system on it. I mean, besides unlocking advanced mode, everything is pretty much stock on there. So I don't see any reason why it should fail, especially this quick. I think you need to buy a brother EPC. Yeah, brother triple EPC. Yes. The screen would look nice. But you have to print everything to, to read it. Yes. <laughs> That's not so funny. They used the, the only communication with the PP, what was the PDP eight that you had? This is PDP eight um, uh, was a telex machine. You know, she used to type things in, and the thing would type back. You know, it's you know, like an echo thing. Huh? Yeah. If it was a brother, you wouldn't have a keyboard either. You'd have to enter everything in with a little four arrow pad and a little screen. Okay. A. I thought I thought that was a cell phone. <laughs> Moving we'll right along. Yeah. And so, these off. Yeah, we actually, I think that we should ask if we can post it here. That okay. That would be the first thing. These are yours. Oh, thank you. We are such, yeah. a, such a generous person. Well, since you don't have a brother, I figured I would share you out. Well. <laughs> I have a sister. <laughs> I don't. <her. laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that a moment? Yeah. Okay. Hey, did you get the admin for the, the group? I don't want to. I wanted to be admin on Cool. How are you? How was your trip? Yeah. Woohoo! Train ride. It was a little cold going there because our train froze. Like, these things are heated electrically and somehow we lost heat. And, uh, so that wasn't fun. And then it was four hours late getting us picking us up. But that should, you know, that, that didn't even compare to trying to get home. <laughs> get home, it was supposed to be there at 11 o'clock a.m. in the morning? A.m. on uh, Saturday. Montana. Montana. Okay, so it was supposed to be 11 a.m. Montana time, home time. And uh, yeah, I didn't show up till 8 a.m. the next day. Wow. Oh, yeah. You're almost 24 hours late. Almost 24 hours I should have warned you because the Broadway Limited that used to oh, leave Pittsburgh at midnight never left before 4 a.m. They had a freight train breakdown in the I just always go with my, my roommates and play chess. They moved like past one stop, so they picked people up. And then another freight train broke down in front of them, and the freights were locked, so they had to come in like the place break the airlines on it. So that pushed it back another five hours. You know, it's snowing. And we weren't even sure if the roads were going to be open to get to the town where we had to get on the train because it was snowing 10 inches the night before, and they had 40 mile an hour winds. I mean, the patrol up there just says, we don't want to deal with it. Close the road and put a gate across the road. You don't put it across the road. 
But, uh, so yeah. Well, they do that even in northern Minnesota. Northern Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, they, they do it right here. They do it in Wisconsin. I spent right four here. hours in the coffee shop in Black River. Right in 93 and 94. Oh, yeah, they do it, don't they? That's right. The trip was nice, though. We got, uh, got it in a month for a couple, well, small months for a couple of days. Uh, the big dogs. Got a cabin up there and still shoot around and ski. Took a little while to warm the cabin up because it's dope and it's burning. <laughs> oh, they're miserable. Well, 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 they're that's expensive, but that's another thing you need. Well, table saw is in my next page. No, I don't. Yeah. Probably don't have that. You yep. got the room. Table saw is pretty essential. All that stuff oh, takes the room. room. What is your name? Well, the, uh, the, the stationary affordable table saws. Yeah. But I'm. That's good. Yeah, if you, if you have a table saw, you got to get the, the big workspace on it, or it's really, there's such a limitation. Well, you can stick it on base on the board yeah, you can put wheels on it. Uh, so this is disappointing me there. They're supposed to have released the AAA monitor months ago and they still haven't done it, so I'm a little disappointed. That was supposed to have touch screen and wireless and all just built into a monitor. They still haven't released it. They don't even talk about it anymore. Cool death? Asus. Well, so now, now I'm going to probably get the iGal once I get the <laughs> Once I hack it. Once he hacks it right? so I can get my... Recipes Because that's what I want the AAA monitor for. I have the kitchen right there. Yeah. So well, our idea last time to get Last time to get it. was my idea last time to get it. But aren't you going to get some stepper motors and have a little computer operated route, uh, you know, uh, lathe, in a lathe and all that stuff and do some that's computer system fabrication or the dust collection? You mean, I won't have it right in your living room. You can use those stepper motors <laughs> right in the kitchen and hook the iDown up to it and have it cook for you. My, my usual uh, joke was that five years I worked on the saw and nothing happened to it. <laughs> what happened before yeah. that? The only other big news. Forget about those big fingers, but I had to sing. The only other big news was uh, she's got a puppy. Oh, oh that's, that's nice. nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> so uh, like a real, like a little thing. Well, it well, won't be. It's little now. It won't be. It won't be. Yeah, it won't we be. we we up. We went we went as big as any as it could go. What what kind is it? Great game. Oh, great! The beautiful, uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful yeah, animal. Yeah, those are big poops. Good luck, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ploy to keep us from ever coming to this house. So you're going to go from wall to wall newspaper to no grass in your backyard. That's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're pretty laid back dogs. They're not high energy. So it's uh, it's beach is fine. No, they're they're beautiful. They're they're high energy. Energy. Yeah, we had a friend who had, in Pittsburgh who had two great Danes. They were just wonderful. Yeah. Moving couches. One time I met somebody with the two great Danes in, uh, in Chippewa Falls in, uh, in the park. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they are very great, I mean, they are very beautiful animals. Mm-hmm. But boy, they were shedding. You know, they, have, they don't have a long, long no, fur, but they were, you know, 
it was all over. <laughs> so we're expecting you know, in a year she should be about at least 30 inches high at the shoulder, probably about 100 pounds. Cool. Mm-hmm. At least 100 pounds. So you have a baby. Yeah. Get up, get up every night at 1 a.m. Yeah, 1 a.m. When the alarm goes off. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of so first people get married and they have a dog, and when they have a kid, the dog is yeah, after, like, the, after the dog is enough punishment that kid. You know what though? The kids are less work than the damn dog. I thought. I Wreck the house. It's more fun to make than anything. Hey, cool. Well, you know, I don't know. Then, then I have a dog. My oldest son is a dog. He's still cheap. <laughs> he's six years old. These pants every day. Somebody from work sent me this 14 second clip on YouTube. You have to listen to it. It's from uh, CSI New York. I don't. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it or not. It's a TV show. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be too quiet. Well, can can he download it on his machine? Uh, you, have Do you have better speakers? Yeah, I have a speaker. What is? No, I don't. Well, those don't have speakers. Those, no. Those things? Yeah. It's not That's as loud as it goes. It's a laptop. It's a laptop. If it was my laptop, it would be loud. Oh, wow. Mine has a base <laughs> I'm not even kidding. On the battery, there's a base port. Anyway, it's... It's on uh, CSI New York. They pretty much just, they don't know technology at all, so they were trying to come up with something that sounded right, but they had no idea. So send it, they sent it to me as a link, and I'll put it in a newsletter. <laughs> okay. So it's just actually a good idea. Incredible. I can send it to you right now. Do you have better speakers? Send it to your Miguel frame. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that MP3. Does it play videos? That yeah. yeah. Will it play like uh, EBI and I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what it plays. It plays MP3. It might play videos. I think it does do videos. Wow, Yahoo? Just took it on the IRC. Oh, I'll get on IRC. Really? Sorry to make things look good. So, how are you? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Just live on hold. Yeah. You're going to tell me in three weeks you did nothing? Why? Well, that does not good job. You mean you were sitting in a couch watching football drinking beer and your kids were flipping the channel? That's the goal of the Boy, I need to work for it.
How are you going to play? You're a Jaguar Mark. That hurts. What in the head is all on the way my head's squishing around? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, quiet. Investigating the candy killer murders with a certain morbid fascination. This isn't real time. I'll create a good interface using visual basic. See if I can drop my pee in this. I just thought that that was quite a funny little good stuff. I will create a GUI interface with BB to track them. See, see if I can get my nice address. It's like straight out of the original hackers. <laughs> yeah. It's got a 28 day bonus. Wow! That's one of the lines from the movies, and it's, it's hilarious. Because at the time, that was so cutting edge. All that was missing was some Trump orders. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I haven't been here for a lot longer weeks. Um, I'm Andrew. I work with these two guys. And I used to stop by every Monday. Um, but uh, last three weeks, I've been working a lot. Uh, my new baby is, uh, I've been playing a lot of Open Solaris and uh, um, working specifically with Postgres and uh, MySQL. And I'm kind of database free, so. Have um, you Oracle in that base? Uh, yeah, I have for a little bit, but not, not a lot. I don't that work. Um, and that's right, that's right. I have to make some dollars to deal with that. Um, other than that, I haven't been doing a whole lot uh, new. I've been away from most of my systems. I've been at my mom's for a few weeks, so I've been staying in the player. It's kind of going through a little bit of work for all of them. Cool. I'm going to keep the actual two minutes. So. Okay. Well, you can still go 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Oh, I, you. I forgot everything. Oh, you are, you are, you are on the same track as, uh, much. as Kenny. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did uh, a core part. I bought a, I guess, 750 gig drive for $65. Finally, over the, the break, I had the time to actually tear the case in the park and put it in my desktop machine with the perfect machine on my iPad. A great controller on the motherboard. <laughs> uh, but uh, it might be a fake software break. So. Fake software.
Uh, yeah, I have uh, VMware Fusion on Flutter. And then I also have a refit with a separate 20 gig partition to do a full partition if I want to. So I've been playing around. It has nothing essential on it, so I'm just playing around with different distributions and stuff. And Handbrake, which is fun. Well, that's just. Try Handbrake. But the, the newest Handbrake actually has the code. I haven't tried that one. I mean, just have a You need to have a VLC installed. That's true on the. Uh, Have you had the problem? It's all, you know, all the platform changing. Uh -huh. What? Uh, but I, what, what version? Uh, uh, 9 and 10 voltage. If you, if you open up the. Uh, the uh, appearance references or the font tab. Yeah. They, they all like slow, they get huge. And then I'll have to set them down to like 6 to trick them back to about 10. <laughs> You know, when I reboot, they're all tiny, and then I open it up, and they, you know, it's just, I don't know, I think it's just what it is. I think all of what's happening is that you have only four weeks of time, and everybody's trying to put some onto a gym and do whatever you are doing. The universe is inspired against you. Yes, you yes. Ready for the destined to lose? Ready for the universal cause of most problems? Sure. SE Linux. They switched the, um... Certificate or not certificates, but the uh, default policies in nine to actually be, they pretty, pretty much turned it on. You know what? That does make because at one time I installed the Amani uh, home the server. I was talking about that a while ago, but it's uh, they when you install the Amani uh, HTA home digital system server, they turn off as you like install that garbage. They turn it all off. Garbage. Now that I think about it, that machine didn't have uh, the font problem. Right. And one thing everyone I installed by myself did whenever I went in there. One thing I've had as an issue, every once in a while, Nautilus won't be able to connect to Bonobo uh, in the back end, which is a configuration server, and it's SD Linux that's denying the connection for some reason. So I don't well, know that's, 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 that, that's why I'm, I, I went to the Fedora only as far as here. And that's it. Everything is working, it has beautiful appearance. It actually dims and uh, lights and do all the things what it has to do. I did that too. The background for I didn't realize we set up the XML file that you know, based on the time of day it changes the background. So. Well, that's I, I never a logo original. So actually, it's both. Uh, we we, 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 we were dinking with it a little bit, and uh, you can set it down to change every one second. So you can yeah. Have <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Gee, I'd like two. Can I have two? Um, do you know how long you guys are staying here, or how long you're supposed to stay here? Uh, about nine. 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 And store. Okay. Why? What's the matter? I think we might have double booked it. Whoever, I think whoever, yeah, we double booked this year, but um, we'll see if we can figure something out. Oh, well, well, the airline gives us our money back. <laughs> <laughs>
So over there, it actually says whatever it's going to be, and then there's a time when it's going to change. Uh, but if you do it for, for every 10 seconds, your your CPU is like 50% uh, of the time. Because when it's changing the... Uh, yeah, two cores, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, because my core is fully occupied with the changing the... Uh, yeah, in Windows, it's running virus checker, and Linux is changing your background. That's, uh, that's oh, weird enough, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so this is changing your, your wallpaper? Yes. And actually, multiple... If we go here, and uh, so you have wide standard, and then uh, there, are, there are four images, and it changes depending on the time when you say, and it cycles all, over and over. Boy, there's much difference in them, though, is there? Well, it's, it's hard to tell from the lighter. Go full screen, you can probably see that. One of those parts that are maybe bigger there. And then, yeah. That's some more. Oh, wow. Boy, I would never even pick that up. If you have it for each 10 seconds, you do pick it up. Oh, 10 seconds, maybe. When I thought it changes every few hours. It does. I thought it around the background. every five hours. It's not supposed to be like a major change. It's supposed to be kind of subtle. Yeah, and I'm surprised at you know, how much how much CPU it takes when, when it goes from one image to another image. Because it's it's a boom to It doesn't handle that. Yeah. 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 Nvidia just released uh, the 3D goggles. Oh, yeah, but they uh, they do uh, I think it's two independent 120 megahertz signals and or wait, Well, the thing is, it's, it's just like classic. Uh, it's like classic 3D with basically GPUs and the heavy lifting. On the back end, and so you still have a lot of TV, which is going to do so, at least that image feel and all that, but then it's going to be yep. full yeah. of the three. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know until the same time. I don't know until the same time. I but then you walk, you walk with your 3D goggles all the time. Just to, I do walk around with 3D goggles all the time. It's amazing. And pink glasses too. Oh, the light is beautiful. The light is beautiful. But I, I like to look at your world. I'm glad we agree. So that's what I'm so so They want to do a Windows cross compiling to some degree. I don't know if they're putting together libraries or some development schemes to actually make it easy to cross compile like C, C, starting with. It seems like a mistake to include that in here. It's all in the realm of development tool packages and speeds, so I guess to me it seems a little it's a it's it's distribution for developers. Yeah, what was it? Twenty second boot time. 
Slackware, <clears throat> when I built my own kernel, it was like a third the size of the kernel that came from it. Yeah. yeah. And they just keep getting bigger, too, with all the hardware. Yeah, yeah because uh, you have more and more hardware support there. So in theory, we kind should be going to be able to pay staying the same as hardware goes up. And, you know, the modules are using what's in As well as they have different approaches to how they actually, when they load the kernel, how they do it. You know, some some distributions, they, they try to what the hardware you have, and then they load those modules. In some distributions, they, they load the whole uniform module without trying to detect whatever you have. So there are different approaches how how to rest. Who are you logging you run to? Uh, well, we got new HP uh, printer. We heard you talk about that. I I was on a vacation from the new web for three weeks. <laughs> Actually, it felt pretty good that I didn't have to do anything. And uh, um, I tried 64-bit distributions uh, because OpenSUSE came. So OpenSUSE 64-bit works on my computer. Fedora 64-bit works on my computer, but Ubuntu 64-bit doesn't work for whatever reason. And I found it. We found it kind of odd. It doesn't work how. It, it just doesn't work. As opposed to 64 bit. You can have the install label or AMD 64 bit, yes. which shouldn't matter, but apparently it does. So I thought that I'd try uh, open but never got to this. Ubuntu 64 bit works fine. It shouldn't make a difference, but apparently it seems to. There's a lot of CD magnets there. No, no. Uh, or if it's, it, it doesn't, just you insert live CD and it, it's screwed up. Yeah, you so, yeah. Did you try turning off microthread? No. I have issues with If it doesn't work, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, you can you shut it off and then you can turn it back on once it's installed. I couldn't do the install if I was ready to turn it on. So that, no, the, the thing is that other distributions are working, you know? As uh, this distribution, how they compile it, it's. You'll uh, have to switch to a better distribution. I know, for developers. <laughs> Development distributions for developers. Look, developers don't put up with that kind of crap. I know, they roll the patch. Yeah, they. You know, they, <laughs> yeah, they make stuff that works. So here's a question I got this new computer, and I think it's 64 bit. 
what do I do? Just stick in the Ubuntu CD? You could try, try your 64-bit, uh, whatever is your preferred distribution. Well, I got the Ubuntu, the 810 disk. Yeah. So, so stick try. it in there and it'll go. There's a 64-bit version and a 32-bit version. Get the 64 if you try the version. It'll tell you if it won't run. I can bring the 64-bit version. The only very bad Flash is actually stable now. Like it, it was all in the interface wrapper when, between 32 and 64 bit. You, you still remember when we were in Ohio, they were talking about, uh, about Flash, and it was that that just uh, the developers from Adobe were talking closer to whoever other developers, and they they actually streamlined it. So but there's their benefit to it. Well, game time. Eight years later. Well, well, uh, well, back to your original question. The distributions are completely separate on 32 bit or 64 bit. So I have to re download a 64 bit version. Okay. That's why I said if you don't have it and if you want to wait uh, next week, I can bring you a Okay. And the advantage is speed? Uh, yeah, it, it appears to be snappier. It does. Okay. It literally changes it. But, uh, but I'm more unstable. No, I wouldn't say so. I would say your biggest benefit is that it's most here. So, the, you know, 32-bit works fine too. You know, so it's not something you know, must have. Okay. If you if you have a uh, if you have more than four gig of RAM, I have four. You know, then then uh, you can 32-bit. Yeah, four is the absolute limit that you well, can do with three. Four, yeah, you lose whatever you have in the video card comes off of that four. And yep. That's all going to get. Well, the video card is, uh, it is not more, so it's so not going to get. That would be, that would be, that would be actually your, your consideration that you spend money for four gigs and maybe you can use only three and a half gigs, you know, with a 32 gig. De depending on the settings, you can only yes. use three. 3.2 by default. Yeah, if you don't have there is a kernel setting where you use four. I don't know which applications have that on or off. Yes, that's for a third or 32 bit or 32 bit for 64 bit box. With that processor, just 32 bit only addresses 3.2 meg. Is that right? Four gigabit roughly. Okay. So then, then you would be you spend a little bit more money on on or RAM hardware, but you will not be able to actually address it. So that, that, that's your downside. So you have 800 megs sitting there that's totally not being able to be used. You cannot use it. Use it for anything. Right. I've never been able to consume more than like a gig of memory unless I'm running like three <laughs> what? machines. What? Oh, <laughs> I've got two and I have to close stuff all the time. You do? Yes. You need to switch distribution. <laughs> In a Linux distribution, when are you going to use more? I got a gig and a half in here. What, what do you do with it? I would say most of my Linux Check your email, music, videos, email. I do some you know, video audio stuff. How big are photos? I mean, I can work with one photo. I do have a hundred bag photo. I mean, this is over uh, 400 meg. When I load it into the game. So then you, oh, okay. 400? Yeah. 
You, I have to do it at 600 DPI, otherwise I can't get high enough resolution to print it off. Oh. Holy gosh. Yeah, if you're doing Im imaging processing, you can use up a lot of video. So that's where you need it, is, mm -hmm. is imaging. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not imaging. looking at pictures, but actually No, imaging, for, yeah, pictures. where you're having different, you know, you're editing and you have layers yeah. and backups. You, you, know, you want to get more of that on graphics card as possible. Your GPU and all those stuff, there's more still can't. Right, but still, you got to have, it's got to sit in memory. So if you've got two or three of those open because you're working on the two, like copying from this one to that one, you know, you could easily use up two gigs worth of memory. Or video editing. Video editing. Then you three modeling. Creating some open source movies. Yes. Oh, that, yeah, that's a video editing. You got four cores. You got four Well, if you use old handbrake, actually, it'll take you one of those all the four cores. Actually, it's not Transition is going over a couple seconds. Well, now you've got 50 to 60 frames that it needs to process, and it has to have all that RAM at once. Transcoding takes a lot of processing, too. It maxes out my stuff every time I do it. Like It'll go to 100 percent Whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. change it from one format to another. It'll suck your processor down. Push that through. And SB is happy every time. And it's making big time. So if you're like if you're compiling something and you've got multiple Linux machines on the network, you install the client and the server, and it'll you know pass out the yeah, bump it around and process it all, and then your entire Linux network shows up as like a it's like a mini cluster sort of over the network. It's in the past, if you need to compile things and it takes forever and a day, it's a nifty little client. It's pretty easy to set up. You have a server and then you have a client, and the, the clients just pick up little uh, snippets of things to compile. So it's basically you're borrowing the, the hardware of other machines per little cluster in your network. I know as an LRL for video editing has that same feature built in where you can as a cluster. Yeah, there's other ones too. I think it's um, the full DVD rip in integrated that feature a while ago. If you wanted to transcode something from like raw DVD to um, XFID or ZIVX or something like that, you could, you know, shoot a, a section of frames over to a different machine or whatever, and then it cuts significantly down the time. Ah, do it with web services. <laughs> so, so, anyways, at, at my house, I'm not getting such a Right. If you're, if you're doing that sort of stuff, then you're probably not. But I was just pressing the system, and I was like, 8 gigabyte thing. That's just how fun it was at 100 bucks. It's like, but what do you use it for? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, open source. Cache the entire operating system. Yes, it does. It does cache it a lot. But, you know, when I when I look at my computer, if, if it uses, I don't know, 500 meg, the max, it doesn't. It's caching on top of it, but uh, it's not using more. Well, keep in mind also it's going to matter in terms of your actual chip architecture too, because you're going to want to get, if, you, if you're working with a small cache, obviously on board, then you need more value, more value for your buck. I always need that more cache. That's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The female police are dedicated by six men. Uh, layer three cash per per socket for per second. Shall we go to the letter? Well, I'm ready. I didn't get my two minutes. Oh, you went. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm already talking here. So, so how well are you? Lots changing in my life too. My wife and I just decided that we're going to start the process to adopt a baby. So, big time change and everything. In terms of technology stuff, thank you. Bought a book. Been reading out the same thing that I talked about the last couple of weeks. Increase your web traffic in a weekend. It was twenty bucks at the at Borders, and found a lot of cool concepts and stuff. Running a lot about SEO and different things like that. And started a pay-per-click campaign for my goals. Search engine optimization. You know, increasing traffic by using organic results and submitting your site to as many directories and different things like that. And the concept is the more. I mean, if you've got your tank set up right. And you've got your website um, being called by Google, MSN, AOL, and um, live, pretty much the major ones. And yeah, uh, then you know the more submissions that you can make to crawlable uh, blogs or directories or domains or things like that, the number of inbound links that you can get going to your site will increase the traffic and increase your your ranking on the site. I also started out a pay-per-click campaign for my dad's website. And, Using a website called SevenSearch.com, it's been incredibly valuable. Um, the uh, the uh, the concept of Seven Searches, they have um, non-used or like not well-known uh, search engines that they submit their content to, and then people can bid on a price. Simple, similar to Google AdWords, people bid on a price for a certain keyword so that their ad shows up on the side for that given keyword, and like comparatively for prices. Uh, like my dad is we're currently the number one for the um, the word hunting. That's driving a ton of traffic to my dad's hunting and fishing website. And uh, he's paying eleven cents per click right now. Um, whereas Google's AdSense is um, I think it's eighty seven cents per click. So it's significantly cheaper um, per click. And we're getting good results, averaging ten or eleven cents a click and dumped fifty bucks into it already and he's already getting good. So I'm pretty good. In terms of devices, my wife bought me the iPhone. Eighty dollars a month. Eighty dollars. Yeah, for your data. Is three G's? No. Hundred forty-five a month. Oh, I wish. No, it's ninety-nine a month for the unlimited nationwide plan for just calling, and then it's thirty dollars a month. Mandatory for the um, the data plan for 3G coverage, and then text messaging they split up, which everybody's pissed about. Um, it's either five or ten or fifteen dollars um, for the. It's like for 200 messages, it's five bucks, and for 1,500 messages, it's for ten bucks, I think, and then 15 bucks a month extra is. Um, so that phone is more than 150 dollars a month. 145. Is I think that it was the tax. Yeah, and the FCC fees. Right. Yeah, so you're under 60 bucks. 157 was the first one. Yeah, but if you pay that, with a pretty penny, you can tether off that baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just reading uh, text messaging. It's something they don't want you to know about them. They use absolutely no bandwidth. 
Yeah, well, I believe that. It's all promises. It's huge. It's all said within what the phone has to communicate anyway. It's set in that buffer. They just send it off. So they're just making money off of nothing. They do nothing. It's no added service. They never have to tap on. They're just shutting out one lens for data. And so what is interesting, we talk about text messaging. In Europe, text messaging is huge. People actually, they, they call text messaging and they talk on cell phones. Well, that's like kids nowadays. You're going to get the same kind of technique here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shall we go on the newsletter? I'm, I was ready. Right. Right. Uh, actually, this newsletter is really three three weeks worth of uh, news, so uh, it might not be such a such a huge news right now. But uh, Virtual Box 2.1 was released. Good news for me. Yeah, because what is it, December? Did somebody try it? No, no, I updated it. Great. I didn't know try it. I thought it was interesting that they're integrating OpenGL acceleration into it. It doesn't work. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it would work, I just thought it was interesting. No, I installed it only words for Windows based guests. Yeah, Windows XP and Vista something. Yeah, I think it's working either my my desktop or my laptop. Which, uh, it's it's the first first iteration around, so I'm still working on it. Sixty four bits support too. I did see that. Yeah, when you created the VM, you put the option to do sixty four bit Which I tried. Wasn't there before? Which I tried. Try to run sixty-four bit guess in thirty-two bit. Oh, most that works. That's that was huge. That was saying, forget about it. There's some. There are some uh, emulators that that'll actually work on, it, where it actually emulates the hardware. But those are slow, slow, slow. Yeah. I still have a bad about their seamless integration stuff. It's not all Cool. Uh, then there was the news about AMD releasing open source uh, uh, driver. Is that a driver? Not a driver. Actually, what it was was uh, AMD, you know, said that for ATI they're going to release all of the 3D specs. In specifications. Specifications for the cards. And this was actually, instead of releasing, like, for the 400 and 500 core, they just dumped them with, you know, pages upon pages of documents. And it took them the better part of a year to actually go through the documents and make any sense of it. And just now they're starting to get the, you know, drivers to the point where they're actually using that stuff. Well, this time, Instead, what they did was they made a reference implementation for developers that just did a whole bunch of stuff on the 600, and that's what they released. They released the source code of that. So they pretty much said, here's how you do it, go for it. Cool. So actually they, they, they enabled our people to... They made a little demo to the game developers. That's virtually what they did. It's a sample code. Yeah, sample code, which is way more useful because yes. Well, this works. Why doesn't mine work? Versus trying to look at the document and then, is it an error in the document or did you miss something or is it cross reference with something over here or errata or whatever? So. Cool. Cool. 
uh, and then there was a uh, open source piece of free software. I think it was uh, was it Cisco? Cisco uh, uh, lawsuit. The FS or FS Atlas thing is put down on going after Cisco. Just yeah, long hate relationship with uh, the you know, GPL and Cisco. Big companies just don't get it. Because they need to get slapped around with lawsuits, otherwise they just don't. Don't care? Well, so people, people in the company care, but the company as a whole doesn't, because the people never get, you know, you know how it works. No, tell me. <laughs> the I mean, ones at the bottom care, but the ones at the top never do it. Yeah. Well, the ones at the bottom care on principle, which is why everyone cares, but the people, the big execs don't care because it's cost prohibitive and there's no real gain from a financial perspective for the company to, to I think go it's after more, more of a situation they just don't, don't know what's going on. That's probably part of it. Some they don't know and they don't care. But then they, they would pay attention. They, they would pay in, uh, attention to any commercial license, you know, to any other licenses. Um, maybe you know, if you really look at it, they don't really follow the commercial licenses either, just because they're inept, not because they don't care. Maybe if there is a money to be exchanged in a hand, you know, maybe maybe that's. It's more, the companies are just inept. It's not that they don't care. It's not that they wouldn't do it, but they're just inept and they can't get anything done in a reasonable fashion. So it's not thing, a high priority yeah, either. Actually. The only thing that forces it is a lawsuit. Yeah. And then everybody, oh, 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 lawsuit. Yeah, until it blows over and then it's right back to business as normal. Yep. And that's, they said that's exactly what happened with Cisco. They complained about it, complained about it. Cisco's like, oh, um, okay, here. And then they went right back to business as normal, and they didn't release the next one. They called them on it. Oh, um, give us a while. Okay, here. And then it's they did like, it again. It's like there was no anybody who was taking care of it. Right. Yeah. It's like they didn't devote any resources to, to, excuse me, to, to follow through for all their uh, robberies and everything. Yeah. It's probably busy yeah. box. Yeah. It's a busy box. Cool. Uh, there was uh, something about Barracuda. And they have, uh, what is it, uh, alternative to spam house, and it is DNS domain name, uh, spam block list. So they are releasing that. I don't know, there was a, there was a lawsuit about Barracuda. Uh, they had an internal lawsuit. I'm sure, I'm sure it was a trend. White girl was suing Barracuda uh, for, uh, what is the program? Spam, spam, no, spam, yeah, spam, spam assassin. Yeah, and uh, there was some, and I don't know exactly where the lawsuit is, so it's still in a litigation or whatever. So, do we care about this? No, no, okay. It's, it's good that they're making the list open because they, they've maintained a list for a long time, but it's only been available to those who purchased their invented devices. That's right. Yeah. And right now, it is open. You can actually Another source of, you know, anti-spam, I guess. And if you want that support, we pay money for support. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the understanding ca 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 canonical new Linux notification system. There was something about user interface and uh, what is going to be actually what they are going to be paying attention to. 
Um, I would say, you know, one distribution is doing one thing, the other distributions will pick it up or at least uh, benefit from it. So uh, that was already proposed. The 90% rule, they hit 90%, so now they're starting over and break everything. <laughs> that really is what they were going to do. They said, oh, the notification system isn't, the API isn't quite what we want. So we started over, and nothing is going to be backwards compatible, but it should be okay. <laughs> so, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. And uh, there was something about Adobe. Uh, that Adobe released Air for Linux. I think it was released at the same time with the other platforms. So uh, if you care about that. I guess the Air is going to be for Prism. You know, uh, so you write one application and you can run it as a web application or you can run it as a standalone client. So that's all in their own custom language. Which is I don't think that it's a language. Is it a language or is it a framework? Well, it's a, it's a framework, but then you, they have their own language on top of that. It's oh, a, that's uh, it's like writing a. Uh, is this sort of an app? That might be it. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, I've actually seen an action. It's pretty cool. Will it, will it it's a cool like, idea, but it'll never take off because it's not. They were established language. When, when I was, let's see, I think. I heard from a developer implementing the, I believe it was Marshfield, what, a year and a half ago? And they had, I guess it was the second project they were using it with. I don't know. You know, that, that's obviously not wide adoption when you're kind of not compared to that industry. Seems like it has a lot of potential. I mean, that really yeah. bridge the gap between all operating systems, just to yes. make everything either all web app or, you know, well, that's an application. I think the, 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 what is nice thing about it is that you write one application as a web application, and uh, you can you can present that application a as a, somebody in the browser or b as a as a standalone application. So uh, that you are working with a with a server in the back, uh, let's say like iTunes. So you have a server all all the last event server in the back, and then you can actually your smartphone. Uh, so that was whatever is there. Uh, oh, when we were talking about it, they, they are using their own uh, language uh, to write uh, user interface in DB to capture the IP address. Microsoft is an F sharp, which I think is pretty nice. Like, you hear all yeah, well, basically, it's, it's their functional variant that sits on top of that. I'm sure it's going to break. I can't remember who it was. F-sharp or Boo that was, I looked at it, and Boo, it was like Boo. the most confusing language ever for anybody who oh, did not Boo, see it. has been there for yeah, some time. Yeah, yeah. Did Clever, move back here. Excellent. Do you want some refills, or are you okay? Oh, I'm okay. Well, did someone find a sheet music laying around Microsoft and decide to name all their programming languages after all the... Oh, no, it's based off of C-sharp, so, yeah. It's based off of C++. Whatever the E-sharp. Is that the trouble? They skipped it because F-sharp is better. E was the beta. Well, I assume F is because it is the functional programming So this is actually a programming language? Yeah. For what? It's kind of a scripting language. Yeah. Framework. Basically, yeah. it's, it's, it's a much 
but with a much better scripting language for the standard things that you would use in scripting. I'm going to go ahead and argue that Microsoft has never made a decent scripting language. Okay, I'll agree with that. I'm not saying, saying Boo is great. I'm I don't think that's saying it's better. Boo's been there for some time. And I, I think that uh, the yeah, Banshee actually all the uh, it's shutdowns are written in Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I still have Banshee I don't know. If you're gonna pick a certain language use Boo, I haven't changed distros in almost a month since. You must be busy moving furniture right? around. Yeah, I just don't have time to distro off. As, as soon as the girl stops. Disappointing. Disappointing. There was some article about Part of Magic, so uh, uh, I'm using GParty, so Part of Magic is another uh, uh, program to part, uh, partition the hard drive. And uh, this USD killed Radio Star, what it is, it's uh, uh, USD is Ubuntu Development Summit, and uh, they have twice a year, and uh, the, all the sessions were actually recorded. So on their website, uh, there are links to the, whatever the sessions are. So whatever is going to be in the next release, they were actually talking about it. Maybe it will make their or it will not. So if somebody has a lot of time on their hands, like you, you can watch it. Four weeks of open. Yeah, you can watch it. Oh, I'm sorry, I caught myself up at 2 a.m. watching the story of Hans Reiser not that long ago. Hans Reiser. Is that a horror story? Yeah, he yeah, murders his wife. Yeah. <laughs> he murders the wife, his wife at CBS Weekly Special. I think that's what I think it was on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> so undercover investigation. Yeah. Oh, Hans Reiser. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's fun by the DOD at the time. And the last article there was open source programming language, uh, languages for kids. So if somebody is a kid, then uh, are they like the, are they are they visual like the Lego storm? Uh, I think one of them was just I don't know why it was even on the list. I think they they they're uh, saying that uh, some of them is as a visual basic and some of them are different. So whatever. Yeah, this, this first one, Scratch, actually looked kind of interesting. You're gonna have to go and actually do a screenshot of it. Is that the MIT thing with the little? Yep. Puzzle yep. pieces this that you might look on that, yeah. You might want to make it bigger. Big part box and small one did for you. <laughs> what uh what's what does it do? Well you get little sprint animations that walk around and fall into holes and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it says hello. Yeah. Well you can put a hole in the ground and then have it walk forward and fall into it, you know. See like, and you just, you just grab the pieces and you just put it together. Yeah, this actually, like, this actually comes from the Cobalt. Where's the pieces? Well, you know what this actually is? is this is, this is derived from their RoboCode thing, that brick thing that they had with Lego. They had that same system of same stuff. And you stumble through, like, when I was teaching myself Cobalt, like, I just needed a reference counseling. I've never been in a language. It wasn't comfortable. It wasn't bad, Cobalt. You know, it was just. I feel better at calling my parentheses and speed than I did writing Cobalt. 
You just do a counter bracket. In Copa, we couldn't do the, the separate, well, we did separate subgroups. Dr. Steve did it all for But everything was in one file. It was, that was such a beautiful like, All variables were actually local variables. So like self modifying code is an awesome idea. <laughs> I don't know, the cell never mind. Let's keep on going. Interface so um, so they're actually different uh, different ones. Alice. I think somebody was talking about Alice by the way in the coffee shop. Oh Alice, yeah, Alice is the CMU thing and it actually it's it's better it's not quite as kid stuff. It was I thought I took a quick look at that. It was a little better than some of those other ones in terms of what you can do with it. I don't know about those other ones. Shoes. You need to work for a shoe company. Hey, you should suggest using that. Yeah, I, I will. That, that might actually take off. Yeah, I think that implies that. I'm sorry to say that. You tried to use Snowplay for a while. I did. Sometimes. Good place to do Java. I have still a few programs to get into. Uh, we had a, uh, we had a talk about Team City, the server. That was the last time. Are you using it? Yes. We're not using it quite that much yet. Okay. Not not to give you the full rundown, but it looks like it should be very nice. That's one of my pet peeves. Look at your It's been all day. If you have a visual basic I'm, I'm user interface, almost you know, interface. Yeah, that's right. If you had a BB GUI, you could get the IP address and then you wouldn't have any problems. That's right. There was an article that uh, the G. Yes, G Edit uh, was compiled for Windows. So if you use it in Windows, Windows doesn't really have any good editor programs. There's one, and it's called. It's, that's not, I don't really like that. It's called. Just a notepad. Well, <laughs> Really? Really? No, have you ever come across Notepad's bugs? Oh no, there's, there's some good program yeah, files. Yeah. There's, there's, there's two one. that I've used. One's called CoolEdit, and the other one is, is uh, Yen's File Editor. And they both have for, for okay. Windows code editors. They're I, I both good. They have features that are nice. Some of them automatically all the way to the right. If you have long lines, then you can't go back over. It's transcoded. It's back over to the right. That doesn't work. There's too many things going on. There's one which I use in Windows. Uh, it's called NED. It's, uh, it's German NED. I, I love it. Uh, but uh, it doesn't work in Linux. I just import everything into Eclipse now and say screw it. I wish Eclipse could just open something up, but no, you gotta get it. Because this. Just import my C drive as a project. Bring <laughs> <laughs> your C drive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure that would talk about that. Yeah, there's not much to say. If, if you really want to see how crazy some of this stuff is, look at some of the dependency maps for Debian packages. 
Somebody oh, actually really? made a made a map of Colonel Colonel Colonel, and it was like forty feet long and three feet or four feet wide. This looks like the stuff I see generally. It was just going on. Well, this is all the packages that are related to the Rabbit Nautilus. I mean, this, this, that's what that synaptic works Well, like. yeah, this will deepen your appreciation of aptitude and synaptic about what they're trying to deal with to get those things to work. They work really well. So you have cell processors, you have the CA story on the launch. Excuse me? I was just saying, speaking of cell processors, here's a couple stories down as the launch. Do you Aren't you interested in this cup of coffee? Yes, there's Maybe I should talk about I think we talked about this. Yeah, I think you brought it up. Yes. That I found some interesting stuff on there for Inkscape. Yeah. So if you're interested in learning about Inkscape, there's a perfect oh, site for yes. uh, Control Center system settings. Oh, we were talking about uh, uh, control centers. Well, somebody was actually writing, uh, you know, how other people are doing whatever they are doing. So uh, I guess it was from usability point of view. Uh, so. so about it. Was it just an article of action on the apps then? Is it like uh, no, I think the was omitted. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much a rebuttal on people who say everything should be in one place. Well, these guys don't do it. These guys don't do it. I don't know. That's whatever. It's like trying to read on all species on like human and computer interaction. It's a little bit. I think that the computer and human are natural anyway. So what have you learned this book? What have you learned? The my computer was born with me. They were actually able to uh, just recently reproduce what somebody was seeing on a computer screen by uh, reading their brainwaves. Yeah, that's scary. Actually, they have you know uh, legal and forensic things for that. They're gonna. Be, there was a case where they actually convicted some guy because this brain scan thing said that he recognized a scene of a crime where he was claiming he hadn't been. And they convicted this was like, you know, DNA kind of use of... But if you watch the movie, you end up there anyway. So no, no, what they do is they show you a virtual reality image of, yes. of a location. And if they, they, they're claiming but that they look at your brain, your brain activity, you distinguish if you were there in person or if you saw it in a picture. Well, but that's the point. I, I think this is bogus. But the point is they're they're claiming that this will be like a lie detector test, whether or not you are familiar with a particular we, we, we location. We know how lie detectors are accurate. Well, that's right. But they still convicted this guy based on this. It's so like that Will Smith movie where they did you see that was in the country. Western, Western movie, Will Smith. And Wild Wild West? Yeah. And the guy puts a lamp and the guy yeah, the guy's yeah. last name. The last name is out of his eyes. Right. That's what that sound reminds Right. Of. Well, it's, it really, it's very weird, but it, it really raises questions about basic liberties. Because, I mean, for example, you're not, you're not uh, required to testify and say something that will incriminate yourself. But you can't prevent them from taking a DNA sample. Which could incriminate you. And now you can't remember. Now you don't have the same thing in your own head. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it was based on that concept too. Um, Cutter, I think it was called. It was like you could have at birth, there was an option to implant some small chip that basically recorded every moment of whatever that person saw for their entire life. 
and his job as a cutter was to sort of crop and edit the whole life and divide everything up into categories, and then his, his job was basically a giant video editor of everything that that person ever saw in their entire life. And they make like a video summary for the funeral. That program had to crash like once every two minutes. That was the concept of the movie. It was... What movie was it called? Cutter, I think it was called? It's Robin Williams. It's modern, only a couple years ago. I think it's Robin Williams. Auto save. <laughs> <laughs> you have to control S. Like control S. I do like Actually, they don't get a stat trace or nothing. It's just gone. Actually, what, what they should do, what they should do, so it has an auto save. So as you would actually notice that it crashed, it should actually restart itself by the process. Yeah, and restore the auto save. Yeah. They were Companies not to abuse our our rights, so we ought to know more about Open Moco. Yeah, I'm going to buy Open Moco. It's a, it's a it's a project to develop operating systems and, and applications for cell phones. Oh, yeah, open open source. They sell a really nice developer kit. You get a phone and all the stuff you need to flash the RAM ROMs and stuff like that. But do I have to pay extra if I want Google to you know just as a service to me, take information about where I am, random Well, that's what they're working out. I mean, they're trying, they're trying to make it so that folks can't just dictate what the cell phone companies can oh, have. I, just, I thought that incident has kept me away from that particular company. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I mean, see, that's the thing. I mean, a cell phone is a nice idea, and it's too bad the cell phone companies spoil it, you know, so. It's an interesting movie about the abilities of the cell phones and computers. Yeah. Eagle Eye that came out recently. It's a really oh, good movie. Yeah. That kid from Transformers, I don't know yeah. his name. So it's a really cool movie where basically this secret government supercomputer basically activates him and frames him for having all sorts of illegal terrorist equipments in his apartment. Um, and it sort of convinces him to do all of these different things for along with about a half and a dozen other people to try to put together a scheme to, to kill the president. But it's all based on the concept that the government now has the ability to listen to anything you say through your cell phone, even when it's um, 
But they've had that ability to do that with your you know, your regular landline phone too. That's for years. That's right. You just wrap a coil around the wire outside and you're in. So. There was actually today there was uh, something about Bushism. Higher presences of Bushism. Oh, actually, oh, no. there was Bushism. There was like two books out before he became president on Bushism. So here it is, actually. Uh, they miss. Misunderestimated. I actually used that quote today <laughs> at work. <laughs> or oh, the, the last one was, uh, hang on. I understand small business growth. I was one. But when he's talking about education, you know? Is that all time to put food on your family? No, no, not <laughs> that one. Not <laughs> your family. Uh, oh, that's good though. Uh, something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be long. I'll be long gone before some smart people ever figure out what happened inside of this old office. <laughs> All I can tell you is when the government calls, the answer is no. <laughs> I the decider, and I decide what is best. Yeah, that's that's the one I like. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he wasn't elected the first time. Kind of. Did they know? No, it was a scheme. Close enough to it. Oh, here they are. came down to his brother to be governor of Florida. Yeah, they just got better the second time. Yeah. Really? And third time is the charm. Third time is the charm. Anybody see the uh, the HBO special on the on the uh, digital voting systems? The Dallas I don't. I forget what the name machine is called, but it was on several years ago about how you know they did an independent investigation to find out if they could modify the results of an election without having access to the machines that are actually calculating the votes. But they have like little cards that look like little CMCIA slot cards that basically collected the votes. And there was some programmer who was able to take several of these cards. And he basically manipulated the, the way that it stored data so that it actually stored negative votes. Mm -hmm. So that when people's votes actually came in, it was counting against the negative to start. And it, they proved that it was true when they released this. It was, ironically, the, the two places where these types of voting machines are used are the Dayton, Ohio area and the Cincinnati, Ohio area, two of the most closely held um, election areas, which was sort of the deciding major populations of Ohio, which was the major deciding areas for these about before. Yeah, well, it's even worse than that. They actually haven't figured out that they don't flip the votes in areas where the spread was too great because it would be too obvious. They actually have, you know, a way of figuring out where and how much they can flip votes in a particular region that would be credible and wouldn't just automatically kick out as a, you know, conspiracy to me. Don't worry, the Free oh, yeah. Software Foundation is going after it. I do work. Physical security model worked for Windows for forever. I mean, if you can't get to it, it's safe. Yeah. Uh, about the BBC thing, when it was talking about security. They had an interesting article on BBC today about throwing away your old hard drives and how easy it is to get your 
Dana off that, that they basically recommend smashing it with a hammer. That's the only safe way to, to throw it out. Yeah, they're hard. They're hard. They've done this song. Yeah. Put it in a yeah. 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 for a 12 volt power thrust, let's spin up and drop down through The bulk eraser at the university is a good treatment. So Could you just use a DD? No, no, because there's a residue, there's an electronic residue. I thought it was three to four times. Once you read it two to four times, it's seven. I read like two times. I read an article on this. Nobody, no data recovery warehouse will try, will even attempt to recover a hard drive that's been wiped with There's a chat, there was a website for a year, they were doing a challenge. And they were, they had a pot of money basically building up. And they contacted all the major warehouse you know, people and said, you know, you can do this, you'll get the you know, the little funds that we got and you'll get on our website is a little award. Well, nobody would even touch it. Because I don't know how it's a lot people know that they can do it. Most 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 service based hardware recovery though is much less in terms of looking for software salvaging, it's a lot more on the hardware end where you're like contracting your rebuilding plans from physically yeah. failed or that So, I mean, there's, there's software certainly, but it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I just try to recover data that's been over right. like all zeros. Well, you wouldn't overwrite it. I mean, it should be. You'd actually overwrite it on a pattern. Yep. Or not even a pattern. Overwrite the pattern? That sounds like I actually. You can use uh, with the smart drive, not the right unless your hard drive is in the multiplied by like right That's fine. All you do is take all the ones, make them zeros, all the zeros, make them ones, and then the two average out. It's even, right? Well, if you got yeah. <laughs> if you got a, if you have a smart hard drive, which is all across, they have a built in utility that actually readjusts how the, the head on the drive works and creates a larger field to wipe out the drive. And go and get a wipe on a drive and support the time of us. It's the same utility that secretly like makes the drive fail faster. You have to buy a new one, right? <laughs> <laughs> one of the security now episodes, and Steve was talking, Steve Gibson, the guy that wrote the spin rate program, he was talking about how many times you have spin rate actually crap. <laughs> no, no. It's only it's eight dollars. You can buy it. No, I know, I need it. Oh, you get it. But it works, though. It does work. Yeah, it's that's so small. Well, I don't know. I had just as good a trap. All right. What other stuff? I guess I'm going But he was saying, like, even that you were talking about the magnetic thing, he said that wouldn't work on a marker. No, it doesn't, because the thing is that the even there's always a certain number of the magnetic particles that don't get realigned no matter what you do to them. And they've actually been able to, you know, forensic processes have pulled data off of that little piece where the where the head doesn't track quite right and they can still reproduce huge amounts of of, of you know the data that was originally there many layers down and because there's always a certain amount of mistracking that the head does and they can they can try to assemble these pieces of these you know that's why you've got to add multiple iterations. That's why that yeah, has multiple those. iterations helps that shape the drive. It depends on how much you're willing to, how much But you know, the, 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 the physical potential for it there is huge amounts. Yes, Orkia. But he did say Steve said drilling it. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Put two drill. We used to have to do that for like looking fun instead of play so Oh yeah. Of you literally have to smash it by law with your gun. Yep. So yeah. drill legs are I had a friend at work. Drill them hand. <laughs> I had a friend in my last job, he uh he liked to take them home, he did the company in favor, he took the hard drives home and shot them. He <laughs> <laughs> coming back as bullet holes in the hard drives. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Shall we finish whatever we are doing? Should we start going? So this is the website we should own. So there are some Just hit Yeah, hit Dr. Evil. I had to call it there. Yep. Close IO. Did you ever see Hackers Steel? Yeah, Takedown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually, I think that's mislabeled though, because the movie technically is just called Takedown. Take down. That's yeah. what I thought too. Yeah, right? it's, it's the story of Kevin like Bennett. It's not really it's what, uh, no, a follow-up. It's not the same character. Yeah. Very, but it's still very... Also, there's also a lot of... When I first downloaded it, I was like, is this the, is this the wrong movie? Is this a bad downloader? That's what the same thing happened to me, because it was labeled Hackers 2, so I'm like, no. And there was something about personal financial obligations for Linux. So they were talking about uh, six of them. Speaking of personal... Well, I can tell you about Grisby, the only documentation is in French. <laughs> Any problem there. And you can't change it, you can't get rid of euros. Every Everything that you put in will also be in euros. <laughs> well, then, then you know, you, you will have your converter coming in and coming out. <laughs> And you adjust by the by the by the rate. It's better than okay. Microsoft money, I'll say that for you. You're not gonna skip the MD5 version, Uh <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it. I mean do you have that do you have a picture of the this one? On the cell of the PSDs they use? Uh, oh, it's yeah, yeah. They use two hundred PS3s and the cell processors they're in to actually uh, Perform and just put no picture. Oh, that's too bad. But yeah, those uh, sub processes are pretty sick. So tell us about it. What what they did specifically? What they did specifically was um, they essentially they found an update to the um, I don't know how familiar people are with the MD5 caching on them, but um, they basically made some improvements to um, the uh, suffix creation in terms of uh, collisions, which allowed them to basically duplicate um, a certificate authority um, key. There's also some random information, which is what they're using with cell processors um, with. Um, but as a result, they were able to produce um, a valid, in terms of hash, um, and yet illegitimate um, certificate, which would allow for a perfect manner we're pretty, pretty serious stuff. That's a big reason why a lot of the CAs now don't allow MD5 caching or they require a shallow one as well. But it's still MD5. It's still around. Oh, yeah, it's still around. Well, I remember talking about these vulnerabilities in school and, and, and uh, my professors even explaining that you know they thought it was a travesty that any banks at all use these algorithms. Enough, a theoretical vector is enough. It makes sense to me now. Uh, and uh, we have a few how-tos. Uh, how to create encrypted encrypted uh, Samba share with MD5, right? <laughs> I think so. Let <laughs> me check it out. MD5. Well, actually, you know, 
kind of interesting side note, the site that they used to um, do the search for was uh, Mozilla. Yeah. So maybe not. And then back to rest with uh, tomato uh, from where? And uh, tomato, tomato, tomato. Let's go. Perfect desktop, OpenSUSE, GNOME, and Apache 2 authentication using MySQL as a back. So we have users. Anybody point me something to help me with web dab? Is that how they say it? The, the, the web DAV yeah. stuff? Is there a good tutorial for that or something? I'm not sure there is. What is web dab? It's a shared file. It's essentially, yeah. It's sharing through it. Uh, well, there's a, there's a thing called Sync Places, which syncs your passwords and your bookmarks from various machines. And the nice thing about it is it works from any OS. You know, but the authentication, I can't get it to. The only, the only real experience I had with it was working with um, Oracle Portal. Um, you can actually use WebDev um, to access the portal repository. Um, so that's a pretty limited experience. I don't know if I've seen really good documents. Yeah. So I'd be happy to get it to work pretty wide open and then sort of tighten it up as I go. Mm -hmm. But I can't get it to work at all. So what's the minimum way to make sure that the machine will allow access to right right access to the other machine. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I would have for for just a general context that uh, I don't think it'd be a good resource for that. Okay. Well just you know, helps to ask so let's no. yeah. Uh, what about here? This guy here. Actually this is the guy why I'm brewing right now. Yeah, actually had uh, on HBR something so it's good so On that, you know. So, that's what you're doing here. Yeah, because he talked about it. Unattacking public radio? Yeah, on HBR. Unattacking beer? No, it's a culture. It is free format, so you can talk whatever you want to talk about. People look at whatever episodes. So, well, I think we are going to wrap it up. I got a question. Okay. Does anybody know of any good address book programs for Linux? Like just for man? Yeah. Well, you can have a bird, or you can have uh, what are looking for something in the like of an email client? Like what are yeah, yeah, I'm not really going to really want something that's maybe something that can be integrated with an email client, but I'm not looking for an email client per se. I don't remember for what it's called, but there were some good articles out there about like PDA syncing, and you know, there's a couple of independent ones. I'll see if I can do some research. I'll see if I can find some serialized. Nothing really short and Mostly it would be integrated, you know, within a email file. I don't know, I can take another look at Thunderbird and see maybe that. What are you? What do you have love with Opera? Isn't there a contact manager? Yeah, Opera has a contact manager too, but okay, let's do that. What's wrong with that? I mean, maybe I could, what is it you don't like about that? Well, I haven't really taken on a pulse look at it. Actually, Amanda was looking for one, so. Can you use Sugar CRM? Did, did she try Simeon Evolution? Did she find it? That's probably over. Uh, I don't know if she worked out. It's a client, it's probably the closest to Outlook. 
Evolution. Uh, yeah, I think I, Evolution is kind of got tweaked since it was you know sort of adopted by Zivian things from a while ago, but it's it's probably the closest integrated app similar to Outlook. So or contact with KDE. The trouble in evolution contact with KDE. The weakness in evolution is the calendar. It's really hard to use. Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect, but I think I'm just yeah, I think um, that would be about it for, for today. Thanks for coming. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.